Hey guys, Sammy Bryson here, and welcome to Ask Sammy Bryson, where I take your questions and talk to you guys one-on-one. -on -one. If you wanna join me, just go ahead and sign up directly in the link down below, and that way we can talk one-on-one, -on -one. and by the way, everything is free. Let's get started. Hello. Hi, hello? Yes. Is this Layla? Yes. Hey Layla, this is um, Tommy Bryson, how can I help you? Hello, I was calling because I had a few questions and I had set the meeting. Um, the first question I was asking about, all right, so I have a 726 credit score, but like every time I try to apply for a new card, I always get declined. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they say, Go ahead. They had said that it could be because of my, um, the, um, the amount of money I get make every year. How much do you make? But I... I, um, I don't make over 10000 Oh, okay. Yes. How many credit cards do you have? I only got one with Bank of America. Bank of and America. I only got that because I was with them. And okay. I got that when I... Because I'm 19 right now, and they had just offered it to me because I had just turned 18. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So, just want to um, just want to um, follow up here, Layla. So, just so you know, this call is being recorded. And might be uploaded to YouTube, okay? Alright. Okay, so my advice is this, okay? Are you in college right now? No. Okay, are you have a job? No. Um, so this the ten thousand dollars comes from where? Uh comes from SSI, which is okay. Street. Okay, that's fine. Alright, so here's my advice, right? So you have BOA. Why do you want another credit card? Well, just to build more credit, and then I, what I was trying to do essentially, because uh, before I pay my credit card off, I was trying to switch that balance over to another card balance while I could mm. have some more time to pay it off. But I couldn't even do it, so I just went ahead and paid it off. So you wanted to do a balance transfer? Yes. But you couldn't qualify for the card? Mm-hmm. So you went ahead and paid it off. Okay, so here's my advice, right? If you want to build credit, the best way to do it is using the one bill method. Which means, for example, you put a bill on each card. For example, if you have a phone bill or Netflix or uh, iTunes, Apple Music, whatever it is, you put that's one one small bill on each card and set it to pay off in full automatically every single month. That way, your credit utilization stays low, but on top of that also, you also build a credit history over time, a payment history over time, right? So if mm -hmm. you can qualify for the number of credit cards out there, I would recommend you apply for two credit cards. The first one is called Capital One um, Secured Credit Card. Capital One Secured Credit? Yes, yeah, Secured uh, Credit I, Card. The, the one that you had told me on the YouTube video you had suggested, also it was through, I think, um, I'm not for sure. Uh, it was like a, you said it was the easiest one to get. I forget. Uh, which one? I mean, it was true. I know it's Capital One, and then it was it Discover. Was I'm not sure. Huh? Discover? No, I don't think it was Discover. It was sorry. Open Sky? It was like, no, it was, it was one of the rows around, like, I'm not even for sure, but you had told, on the YouTube video, you had said too, because one of them was real easy to get, because, like, you know, maybe you have to have a very, very high credit score. You only had to have... Okay, here's the thing, right? Because, because of your, um, most likely, you got rejected because, basically, you had a high balance, and on top of that, your income, right? So... If you get the Capital One Secure Card, that's a secure credit card. It's a lot more easier to actually qualify for. 
if you actually get that one and they actually say yes, right, you can get, for example, the Discover Secure Credit Card next. Okay. Now, once you have an arsenal of these three credit cards right here, the idea is you want to put one bill on each of these credit cards. You want to grab the real credit cards, cut them in half. You don't use them so you don't get into debt, and you set them to auto pay in full each month. This way, your credit score is going to go up. However, having a high credit score is cool, um, but the most important thing is going to be basically why you want it and also if you can actually do that with your income. So why are you in disability? If you're okay with saying that? All right. The reason I want a high credit score is because I have, I'm, um, I have my own business, but I don't have an LLC for it yet because mm -hmm. I'm still working on which LLC to get. Because that's another question I had. I wanted to know what LLC to get for it to look like I'm paying myself. Um, but I, I, I want to be the only one, like um, the one employee. And okay. I want to have, uh, so I can have check stubs, but I'm really working for myself. And yeah, so that's why I don't have credit score, but then I could be available for business credit. All right, and why do you want business credit? Because I, well, I, I thought you just had to have business credit. So when I have my business, for well, my own business that I'm doing. Okay, what's your business? Well, I feel I have an online store through Shopify. Okay. Are you doing like drop shipping and stuff like that? No, not drop shipping. It's like um, I have my own products and then I ship them out to people who order it online. Okay. So here's what it sounds like. It sounds like um, my name is Lila and I'm making some money right now. Not a lot of it, but I want to make sure everything is protected. For example, with an LLC, I also want to pay myself like to have a salary and so on. So it looks like I'm actually paying myself and stuff like that. Does that sound correct? And yes. I also want to build my credit score. Now, the first thing is this, right? If you want to build your credit score, I just told you how to, right? The secured credit card, the one bill method. If you want to get an LLC, the answer is you could get an LLC, but if you start making a lot of money, usually you're going to get taxed a lot because it's going to flow through you. However, if you get an S-Corp, it's probably going to be a lot better if it's just going to be like a one employee and you pay yourself a decent salary. But at this point, making $10,000, you can probably get an LLC right now. It's cheaper. And then we start making more money, just um, basically elect it to an escort. That's also possible. But before you do any of this stuff, my advice would be sit down with a CPA, ask them, well, tell them about your situation and see exactly what they recommend for you. Does that make sense? All right. Yeah. What, what exactly is a CPA? Because I never heard of it before. A CPA is just an accountant, a certified public accountant. That's all it, that's, that's all it is. So you go, for example, to an accountant in your local area. You can look up on Google, like um, local CPAs in my area, and you go to them, tell okay. them your situation, and see exactly what they recommend. If I were in your shoes with a Shopify store, I'd probably just get an LLC, um, do that online through LegalZoom or, or um, Zen Business. And if I start making a lot of money, I would just elect it to be an S-Corp. But if I do start making money, you can always just get an accountant, like a, like a CPA, a certified public accountant, mm -hmm. and they will guide you through the entire process. Okay. Does that make sense? And by the way, right, when you do start building up, for example, um, business credit and so on, be very careful and get in. Like, it sounds like, Tommy, I want to build credit. I had, for example, um, this credit card. It had a lot of money in it, but I paid it off because I couldn't get the balance transfer. Be very careful when it comes to business credit because basically they'll give you a lot more money and it'll come to a point where you might not be able to pay it off. So usually I don't recommend you fund a business with that. And I don't recommend you take yourself, for example, and start building a bunch of debt for yourself. So just use the mm -hmm. one bill method. 
as far as your business also just put like a small bill on basically the credit card you actually get and i also have a video on on youtube on how to build credit too when it comes to a business with the don's number and everything okay all right okay uh, okay thank you i'll have a few more questions too yeah um, the first one is um so like options i, I haven't watched all the investing videos that you had made but mm -hmm. i know i had just got it to the etf with the m1 finance and mm -hmm. I had did the seven things that you had put through the link, so I had invested in that. But like, mm -hmm. I wanted to know the big difference between because I invested penny stocks as well, but mm -hmm. it's, it's really a it's a risk with that as well. But I know mm -hmm. options like how like how do you feel about that? Like options. So like, very risk way higher. Yeah, I'm not. That's not the game I play. The game I play is basically um, like sure things, right? Whenever I'm investing. My job is to make sure what I'm investing into is going to, in some way, guarantee me more money than I actually put into it. And the safest way I found for that is just through ETF investing or, for example, index fund investing for the long term. Doing, for example, dollar cost average, doing rebalancing, and so on. Doing option trading is super risky. Doing day trading is super risky. Doing derivatives, super risky. Doing penny stocks, super risky. Junk bonds, super risky, right? So the point is, if I'm making $10,000 like you are right now, I wanna make sure I preserve all this money because when I lose money, it's gonna take me a lot more to actually get this money back. Does that make sense? Yeah, cause, yeah, I, I, see, I, um, I did invest a lot of money into penny stocks because I lose the risk because I know I can lose everything. But mm -hmm. with the ETF, I put like a a, a good average up enough because I know it's a little bit safer because it's mm -hmm. like it's putting uh, all my eggs in the basket. How you just, mm -hmm. um, explained it, and then yeah, I forgot how to. Oh yeah. Just follow just follow the the ninety ten rule, right? The ninety ten rule says, for example. You put 90% of your money for investing, right, into short things, for example, like ETFs. And the other 10%, if you want to have fun with it, for example, into cryptocurrency or into option trading or, for example, into penny stock, you can do it if you want to. But usually you want 90%, most of your money, just going, for example, into something that's secured. For example, index funds or, the, or that ETF portfolio that you actually have. And make sure the goal is not to invest money once and just like, okay, never invest again. The goal is to make sure you invest the same amount of money every single month. So over time, it builds up to be more and more money. All right. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any more questions? Um, yes, I'm, I, had, I actually got a list. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's, I'm not... I had a question about real, like how do you feel about like real estate like because I know you did a, the side hustle on um hold on I know you did the side hustle on, um I don't think it was it wasn't wholesale it was um it was it was something it was um tax line mm-hmm oh tax liens tax you mean buying tax liens and so on yeah I wanted to look like how do you feel about like the whole real estate situation? Like, do you like? Cause a lot of people feel like, cause um, a person had told me that, like, to get a big loan out and then just remodel the um foreclosed properties and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's the Burr method, where basically you buy, remodel, refinance, and then resell and then repeat all that stuff. The idea is like, um, I'm not big on debt, right? So I'm, I'm just being honest here, right? So when it comes to real estate. 
great. If you want to buy, for example, your personal real estate, you put down 20%, make sure the property is no more than 30% of your monthly income on a 15-year mortgage, and you're solid, right? Because that way you're not spending that much money. But right now, Layla, with your current income, um, you could possibly get into real estate depending on your area and so on, but it's, it's, it's very hard, right? So my number one goal with you right now would probably be, hey, how do I increase my income? And as far as, for example, like like very fast methods to make money, for example, like, oh, I'm gonna leverage this, leverage that, just stay away from those things. Just like take things like step by step. You don't wanna build a house of cars where you get wealthy very quickly, but then something goes wrong, and then before you know it, the debt causes you to basically lose everything you actually have. Mm. Yeah, I, I just feel like sometimes, I, I just try to focus on a lot of things, but yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to stay focused on this one income stream that I got, and then to build it, that's why, uh, uh, I don't ever save my money. I don't ever use savings accounts. I just use the e like stuff like that. I just put my money into stocks or like ETFs and stuff like that. Cause mm -hmm. I don't like savings accounts. And I feel like it's dead money. Okay, so you want to have at least, for example, three to six months worth of emergencies, like just like mm -hmm. in a in a savings account. Okay, that's money for security. So. If things do go wrong, for example, you can have money there to take care of yourself, right? So just three to six months of expenses. But after that, all your money can be used, for example, just for investing and so on and so on, okay? But you do wanna have a little security for three months or six months in there. So if things go wrong, you'll be okay. Oh. Uh, uh, also, um, so like, I'm so, uh, so like, what would you suggest? Do you think like having a YouTube channel in 2021 is still a thing? Like you think like I can still grow my channel because I upload everything with this and I kind of got that motivation from you though because mm -hmm. I'm like if he can upload every single day for like you've been doing this for a couple of years I'm like I know I can upload every day so yeah yeah I mean what's your channel about my channel I just basically do reactions that reactions like mm -hmm. reaction on what what do you react to sometimes I react to music I react to like it's not really a specific topic I react to, I just pretty much react to what I feel like that day, or my subscribers are giving me suggested reactions again. How many subs do you have? I have around 226. Okay. And how long have you been uploading every day for? I've been uploading every day for like two or three months, I believe. Okay. And what have you, what have you noticed? Well, I noticed uh, I, my views kept digging up the Cause I've been uploading every day, so yeah. But then they kind of go, I don't know, it's like up and down, but I've okay. been nervous and it's better than just uploading randomly a week because it's like, it's not consistent. I feel like consistent is more, but I don't know mm -hmm. if people grow since it's like all of these other channels. Okay, my advice would be this, right? When it comes, my advice is niche down, right? So. If it comes to like, um, if I had a reaction channel, if I'm being honest with you, I'd probably focus on like one niche, whether that's for example, like um, like the movie niche, like reaction to movies and so, like so on, like reviewing things, right? Like reviewing things, not just like reacting. And like, if I'm gonna be reacting, like reacting to episodes or like, but the thing is about music reactions is that it's more difficult because if you're reacting to music and you get copyrighted, all that, all that, like basically income is gone, right? And if you're reacting to like random things all the time, then usually people that follow you are not gonna know if they wanna subscribe to you because you're, you're doing like a lot, a lot, a lot. So you're, pull, you're, you're pulling from all the aspects. You need to niche down a little bit. What were you gonna say? Oh, I don't do, I don't do big people music. 
I do like um, local rappers, but like you yeah. got a name, like yeah. very local. Yeah, and the thing is that when you do local rappers, the thing, okay, YouTube is a search engine, right? So if you do a search engine, it means that basically in order for you to actually get views or, or make money or, or build an audience, whatever you're making has to be searched up. So if you're making music by local artists and they're not being searched up, that's why you're probably not getting a lot of views. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'd be, uh, I, had, I do lose jacket. That's what they call it. I, um, so like artists that talk. They not really local, they know, but like they music not gonna be copyrighted because they either not signed to a label with like something they got set up and mm-hmm. like that. So I really I lose Jack. I do people that never had a reactive video done to their song because I know they gonna look it up and they fans gonna look up their song and see my my reaction video to it. Mm-hmm. That's how I've been getting like noticed. Mm-hmm. And I do stuff like that. So then look. Here's what I would do with that, right? Niche down to whether that's going to be music, niche down to music, whether it's going to be something else, niche down to that, all right? And as far as, for example, seeing your results, wait 18 months of uploading every single day to exactly what's going to happen. If an 18 months is not working out for you, you have to pivot to something else if you want right. to, right? But again, right, if this is your passion and you like it a lot, not every single thing you do has to make you money. If you feel happy doing what you're doing and you're interacting with people, that's fine too, right? You can still do like your side business for like money and all that stuff. But this right here, when it comes to like um, reaction channels, they're very competitive, very easy to actually make, and you have to basically have a very, very good persona and just like slowly build your audience step by step, okay? It's gonna take a while. But if you're posting videos every single day for the next, for example, 18 months, you're going to see some form of growth if you are niching down. Right, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm gonna think I'm gonna stick to, to local rappers and then because when, when I was doing just local rappers, I was, my videos was getting like a hundred of views, four hundred views, three hundred. That's because they was, the search, I was using the, what the techniques of the news jacket. Like I knew they had mm-hmm. to search it up because the fans were going to look up their song and find me. Mm-hmm. But then I changed up the copy. So y'all was going to niche down like you said. Yeah, and just remember, right, Um, views are great. But you can't depend on views to tell you how you're doing all the time, right? Because just, just worry about, if, if you're seeing one view and one comment saying, yo, thank you for this video. This was awesome. This was great. That's what you want to focus on. Because as you can tell, right, if I post videos every single day, not every video I post is a lot of views, right? And this is a part of the game. And I don't focus on that. What I focus on is basically like, hey, what can I produce today that's going to help someone? In your case, it would be, what can I produce today that's going to make somebody happy or smile or feel entertained or distracted from whatever else is going on in their lives? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would be focused on on now. So 18 months of YouTube, the, the way you're doing it now, see exactly what happens, niche down. If it's not working, I'll probably niche down further to like, um, just like overall, maybe like I'm reacting to like um, something else. Or I would love to have a channel basically like on like, um, like doing movie reviews and, sh- and TV shows reviews. Those do very well too, because people are always looking those up. So it's up to you on how you want to do it. But 18 months, test it out. If you if you don't see any results and you don't want to move on anymore, you want to try, like, try something else. Okay. Well, I don't think I have any more questions. Uh, okay. I know the call, the, the call was like everywhere, but I appreciate it. It's okay. And the, um, yeah, the suggestions, I appreciate that. Well, thank you, I appreciate so, y'all as well. thank you so much, Layla. If you ever want to like um, talk again, just like schedule another call and have fun. All right. Thanks. All right. Peace. All right, guys. So that right there was Layla. 
And a lot, a lot of times, guys, you know, you see people that are doing like very well and they're actually making progress, but they're not seeing it fast enough, right? And that's the big thing there. So my advice would be, hey, if you are slowly but surely building an audience, like 226 subscribers, like keep working on that, keep building on it, and keep keep posting content, right? That's that's the whole idea. And step by step, you'll get to where you actually want to get to. But there is one thing that I do want to mention. Not everything that you want to do you're going to be able to actually monetize it. If you get very, very happy from what you're doing and you actually enjoy, that can be a hobby, right? You can have fun doing it. However, as far as a business, you have to have strategy. You can't be all over the place, right? When it comes to a channel on YouTube, you have to have a niche. What am I gonna talk about? Is it business? Is it reacting to? By the way, I would love to have like a reaction channel, not reacting, but like a reviewing movies and TV shows. I wanna do that so bad, but in reality, it would take me so much time to watch a movie, take notes, then basically do a review on it, all that stuff. But I would love one of those channels and actually like them a lot. So that's also a channel idea right there. And by the way, the whole point is that basically YouTube, at the end of the day, is just a search engine. So if what you're making is not being searched up and you're not getting views or any likes or comments, no interactions, it's because the content you're making is not being searched up, okay? That's the whole idea, I'm just being honest here. And in reality, you can still make content about whatever you want, but just understand exactly why you're not actually being successful if that's what you basically want. But if you just wanna have fun, don't worry about it, just have fun and enjoy yourself.